Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. I want to welcome everyone to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. We've been called the Vibe of Thrive, and you have called us that. I am looking at a show today. I have never been so excited to have a conversation in the time that I've been doing radio and positive talk radio. And I want to thank all of you for supporting us in over 14 hours of live radio a week. But today's show is so, so very, very special. Most of us understand and have grown up with a very, very famous saying, and I'm going to share that with you in a minute. But joining me here today is Bob Barker. He is the author of a book, a book I have in my hand, a book that I've not been able to put down since I've gotten it, since I received it, Priceless Memories. And this book is a book that will take you on a journey. It will take you on a journey through the life of Bob Barker, Hollywood's longest-running daytime TV legend. He is giving us an inside look at his childhood. He's giving us a look at what it means to be successful. He's talking about the depth and the breadth of love and what it means when you meet somebody in your life that is so extraordinary and so exquisite. And he's talking about the friends, the family, the people he has met along the way, the millions and millions of Americans that have tuned in and turned Bob on daily in their lives. And he's also talking about what he believes in and how it is so important to stand up and fight for the truth of who you are. He started this during his years on The Price is Right, and he continues this now in what some people might call retirement. But I just want to say, Bob Barker, come on down. (laughs) Thank you, Dr. Pat. Thank you for that wonderful, wonderful introduction. I have been so waiting to say that to you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us here today. And oh, there are so many pleasure. things that I that I, I would love to ask you, but I have to get a question from my mother in here. Let's I just have, have to. I have to get a question from Mom from Jersey in here. And she wants to know, Bob, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing very well. I want your mother to know that I am a complete success at retirement. I really am. I think, I think I'm enjoying uh, this time so much because I retired at just the right time. I didn't uh, do it too soon, and I didn't do it too late. I did it at just the right time, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. And I'm happy to know that your mother is uh, concerned about me. Yeah, she wants to know exactly how you're doing. I'm not going to tell you the rest of the, the, the conversation. I'll let her call in and talk to you directly. Oh, good. I wanted to ask you, I mean, there's so much you share in this beautiful book. I I love the book, and I feel like I really got to know you. But I wanted to ask you how your your childhood prepared you for your success, your legacy. Well, uh, I can't honestly say that uh, I can point to a list of things. Um, My mother influenced me... uh, Tremendously, as you know from the book, my father died when I was only six. So uh, my mother and I were together, and uh, she was uh, the person to whom uh, I went for advice and uh, and, and whom I confided for years. And um, she she uh, was in education herself and uh, wanted me to read. Got me started reading early, and I read a lot on the. We grew, I grew up on the plains of South Dakota, and uh, those long winters up there, uh, it was, was a good place to read. And uh, I, um, in my reading and uh, in the things that I did as a kid, I couldn't really decide what I wanted to do. I, I started out, uh, my first ambition was to pitch for the St. Louis Cardinals, mm. and um I, never, I was never able to do that because of a total lack of talent. But uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I, kind of, I got into uh, radio as a result of uh, being in the United States Navy, actually. I can thank the Navy for that. 
And uh, after I got into radio, I eventually got into audience participation. And uh, I remember the first audience participation show I ever did was on a radio station in Springfield, Missouri, when I was still in college. And uh, my wife heard it. And when uh, I got home, she said, that's what you should do. She said, you did that better than you've ever done anything else. She didn't say I was good. She just said I did it better than I'd ever done anything else. <laughs> and she and I set up from that moment on to get me a national radio show. And uh, I never did that. Well, I did. I did. Uh, they took the audio from Truth or Consequences and had it on national radio. But I got a national television show eventually. That's a long answer to your question. Well, it's a great answer because it really talks to, you know, how we get to say yes in this lifetime. I mean, you know, the opportunities do show up, and, and yet at the same time, we have to be ready to step out and, and, and just get there and do them. So, you know, when I think about some of the influential people in my life, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so curious about yours. There's so many people you have, you have met along the way. Who would you say are the most influential people? I'll tell you exactly uh, in a moment, but first I want to... Uh... Uh, refer back to something that you just said because okay. it was so so accurate. It was so right on. You said you have to be ready, and uh, you do. Uh, when I got my first national television show, I was described in the uh, Los Angeles Times as an overnight sensation or an overnight hit or something mm. like that. When I got that first show, I had done probably hundreds of maybe even a thousand or more um, audience participation shows. I'd been in radio for uh, about nine years before I got my first national show. So I was ready. And that, and that I think, is very important for any young person to, to uh, come to terms with. You have to be ready. Now, you asked me most influential people. Yes. Right at the head of the list. Uh, well, at the head of the list, of course, uh, I mentioned my mother, and my wife, who worked with me in radio, I don't think I would have ever uh, uh, had a national show had I not been uh, had Dorothy Joe to uh, produce my radio shows. But uh, Ralph Edwards was uh, right at the top of the list, too. Ralph Edwards heard one of my radio shows on the local CBS station here in Hollywood, and... Uh, he had sold Truth or Consequences as a daytime television show on NBC. And uh, he couldn't do it himself. He had done it for years, but he couldn't do it himself because he was doing This Is Your Life and producing uh, a long list of other shows. And uh, he was auditioning hosts in New York, and he was auditioning hosts in Hollywood, but he hadn't found just the one he wanted. And uh, he turned on his car radio one day and heard my radio show, and he called me and uh, had me come in for a series of auditions. And on December 21st, 1956, at five minutes past 12 noon, he called me and said, Bob, you're the man. You're going to host Truth or Consequences. And that was the most important call of my professional life. Uh, it, from that day forward, uh, all of the wonderful things that happened to me later began with that call from Ralph. And uh, after that, every December 21st, we had lunch together. And at five minutes past 12, we toasted our long, enduring friendship. We were, we were friends, close friends, till the end of his life. Wow. And you can't really put a price on that, can you, Bob? I mean, there's such a connection of people that come into our lives. And if we're awake enough, we get to see it. Those are moments that you cherish forever, aren't they? Oh, I, I cherish that moment forever, and I cherish my friendship with Ralph. I, uh, it's just too bad that everyone can't have a Ralph Edwards in their life because there are so many people who are splendid dancers or splendid singers or uh, uh, fine actors or actresses, and uh, they don't get that wonderful break that, that you need. And uh, I did, and I thank the good Lord for it. Well, I'll tell you, there's one of the things you've said in the book. You've said, Dorothy Joe had more to do with my happiness in life than any other. And I wanted to ask you, how did you know she was the one, Bob? 
Oh, there was no doubt in my mind. And fortunately, there was no doubt in her mind. We were just kids. We were uh, uh, well, we were both 15 years old. And um, we were uh, juniors in high school. And a friend of mine, uh, a good friend with whom I still talk, I haven't seen him in years, his name is Jim Lowe. He was uh, in radio for years, one of the top radio personalities in New York. And... Uh, he had grown up just down the street from Dorothy Joe, and he was going uh, out and wanted me to double date with him, and he said, why don't you take Dorothy Joe Gideon? That was her maiden name. And I said, well, I've never even met her. And he said, and she was very pretty and popular, and I didn't think she'd be interested in going out with me, but he assured me she would. So I asked her to go uh, out on November 17, 1939, and we had a first date unlike most first dates for teenagers, we went to hear the great Ella Fitzgerald. Can you imagine that? Oh, I can't. What what a Only moment. A, a, she must have thought you were hot stuff, Bob. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she and I saw Ella Fitzgerald when Ella was still, she was about probably 23, 24 years old. She'd had a big hit record, A Tisket, A Tasket. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, I do. She'd been mm-hmm. singing with the old Chick Webb band. Then she'd left the band and gone out on her own. And, uh, of course, we know how, how, what a wonderful, wonderful career she had. Mm-hmm. But Dorothy, Joe, and I, from the moment we were together, uh, she went home that night and told her mother that uh, she'd met the man she was going to marry. And I didn't, uh, I didn't tell my mother that I, had met the girl I was going to marry, but in my own mind, I certainly had decided it, and we were never apart then until the end of her life. We we um, went together through high school, and then we went to college. Uh, I, had, I didn't have a penny, and uh, I was wondering how I was going to get to college even, but uh, I got a basketball scholarship at the same college where she went, and uh, mm. so we were together for two years. Then I went into the Navy, and uh, when I was in, I was a naval aviator, and, and you couldn't be married when you were a cadet. But the moment I got my wings and became an officer, <laughs> I went home, and Dorothy Joe and I got married, and we were together then forever. And who would have thought that Ella would have had that kind of influence? Bob Barker, my very special guest. We're going to take a short break when we come back. We're going to be talking about some of the funniest moments in his career and, you know, some of the contestants and the fun and the humor and the smile that so many of us had on our faces throughout his entire career. The book that I have just finished reading actually several times is uh, Priceless Memories. This is a book that I picked up and I couldn't put down. When we come back, get ready to laugh. And remember, all of you all, come on down. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Chat about it. The new interactive internet radio station of the future. Chataboutit.com. Is Egypt calling you? Join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman for an initiatory journey to Egypt, May 2010. Picture yourself meditating in the Great Pyramid, cruising down the Nile on a private sailing yacht, and exploring ancient temples in exclusive visits. For a journey that expands your consciousness and opens your heart, Call 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. Introducing the featured re-release of Cat James' grassroots best-selling book, The Truth About Beauty, Transform Your Looks and Your Life from the Inside Out. The Truth About Beauty represents the most comprehensively researched and inspiring body and beauty guide to date. It's been called a masterpiece by New York Magazine's two-time nutritionist of the year, Oz Garcia, and a path to personal triumph by former Glamour publisher, Suzanne Grimes. The re-release edition of this modern health and beauty classic features 40% new material, including James' long-awaited recipes from her acclaimed Total Transformation programs, plus her living formula for freedom from food obsession, state-of-the-art natural skin, supplement, and anti-aging strategies, and a natural product resource guide called Worth Its Weight in Gold by Marie Claire Magazine. 
If you're ready to get serious, get the truth about beauty and transform yourself today, visit informedbeauty.com. Margaret McElroy is an internationally recognized psychic, medium, and gifted spiritual teacher graduating hundreds of students from five continents. A popular magazine and newspaper clairvoyant from nearly a dozen publishing houses, she's authored eight books and hosted syndicated radio shows on over 30 stations around the world. Margaret says there's never been such a thirst for metaphysical knowledge. Check out her website at margaretmcelroy.com. That's Margaret, M-C-E-L-R-O-Y.com. Hi, this is Anna Luque, author of The Yogurt Diet. Based on scientific research, this lifestyle has been carefully formulated to promote weight loss and boost the immune system. The Yogurt Diet will help you achieve overall balance and radiant health, even if you suffer from lactose and gluten intolerance, yeast infections, digestive problems, and more. Consuming yogurt daily is an excellent way to optimum health and ideal weight. And the yogurt I recommend is Greek God's Greek Yogurt. So thick and creamy. Greek God's yogurt is simply yogurtlicious. Greek God's yogurt is full of probiotic bacteria good for overall health. And it's made with all natural ingredients in the same tradition yogurt has been made in Greece for centuries. Try the Greek God's popular honey yogurt or the tangy yet subtly sweet pomegranate. Don't forget to try the new Greek God's kefir cheese spread. Great for dips or as a healthy substitute for sour cream. Be happy. Go Greek. Experience the myth. Welcome back to the show, and i got to tell you, I am so thrilled to have Bob Barker joining me here today. The book, the book is called Priceless Memories, but I want to say that this was like sitting down next to Bob and having a conversation and being reminded of how, over those 35 years, how so many people were able to smile, to laugh, to feel joy, to win things, and to hang out with America's favorite, Bob Barker. Bob, thank you so much for joining the show today. I'm enjoying it very much, Dr. Pat. Thank you for inviting me. I have a big smile on my face because when I think of the show, and you reminded us so wonderfully in the book, I remember laughing from the minute the show came on to your introduction, and I wanted to ask you, what are some of the funniest moments you've had uh, in your career? You know, uh, you're very discerning in that uh, you've used the word happy several times, and that is exactly what we set out to do with The Price is Right. We didn't solve the world's problems. We, we wanted you to be happy for an hour and perhaps forget your problems. And uh, if, if the conversation got into a serious vein, politi- uh, politics, something mm. political, or even uh, I tried to avoid conversations about religion i uh, i just uh, i didn't want any anything controversial we had contestants who were black white and brown they were all there together there was a, a, an editorial one time in a southern newspaper i've forgotten which city it was but the editor said that the writer said that uh, if the people who are trying to to bring world peace could only all behave like they do at the Price is Right, where everybody's cheering the other person on and everybody is just having fun together. And that's what we did. We, we had uh, uh, probably had more laughs than a lot of comedy shows and gave away wonderful prizes, and uh, it was just an hour of fun. And I had the opportunity to meet people of all colors, all parts of the country, all sorts of accents, and uh, without exception, we, we had fun. There is no question about it. And there were some moments, I think, on the show that were just sort of unexpected. Spontaneous <laughs> is the word that I come up with for this show because you never knew what was going to happen. But there were a couple of moments that stand out, don't you think, Bob? Oh, there, there certainly were. And when you, Unexpected is an understatement. Uh, <laughs> They were not just unexpected, they were shocking. <laughs> we, we had uh, wild, wild things happen. Of course, the most talked about 
single incident in Price's Right history was a young lady who was seated in our audience wearing, um, uh, what do you call it? It's a tank top. A tank top. It was yeah. a very skinny little, you can't even call it a tank top, because right. her straps were spaghetti straps. That's right. <laughs> you know the story. Well, her name was called to be a contestant. She jumped to her feet, and she began jumping up and down, <laughs> and both of them came right out of the tank top in full view. She came on down, and they came on out. <laughs> and, you know, honestly, there, there isn't something you're going to rewind and then replay again. You, you know what I'm saying? We're not oh, no, we played just... it just as it happened, and we... Uh, we, we supered a, a banner across her breast, so you saw nothing, but you knew precisely what had happened. And the funny thing was, she was one of the first four contestants. And as you may recall, they called four contestants to contestants' row before my introduction. So I was still behind the big doors when this happened. And I had no idea what had happened. I came out, and the audience was screaming. And I thought, well, they love me. They love me. <laughs> and then I came to, to, I realized that no audience had ever liked me this much. And I turned to Johnny Olson, who was still with us at that time, and uh, I said, Johnny, what has happened out here? He said, Bob, this girl has given her all for you. <laughs> <laughs> and there are moments like that. Let's talk a little bit about some of the contestants, because honestly, Bob, I... I thought at some shows you really needed a stunt double to to sit in there. I, People I did. got so excited. I had, I had my feet stepped on. I had um, uh, one, uh, well, several ladies. They would stand beside me and they'd say, "Oh, I'm so nervous! I'm so nervous!" And they would pinch my arm, just little pinches. And I had one lady come up on stage. She came up those steps from contestants' row, and she had bent over and never straightened up and butted me right in the abdomen. I had uh, probably one of the worst experiences was a young lady about um, probably 5'5 five, five or 5'6. Five, she got under my chin and jumped up and down and uh, had a, a kid who's a wrestler in high school. He won a car and he picked me up and uh, uh, damaged a cartilage in my side. I had a broken toe at one time. A lady stepped on that. Well, I could go on and on. And then, <laughs> I know. I but, you know, none of us ever years. knew that, Bob. Huh? None of us knew that that was going on. You never flinched. Well, I, I smiled through my pain. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did. I what have you seen? I, I, would, I would flee. I got so I could see as they approached contestants' row, I could tell when they were dangerous. And when they, if they won their way up on stage, I was known to hide behind the props and all sorts of things. I threatened to go to my dressing room and lock the door if they didn't ease up on a couple of occasions. Oh, how, how have the contestants changed over time? But, you know, how has television changed? I mean, you know, we're, we're talking about audience participation shows. You know, you and, and the show that you were on, The Price is Right, of course, we're talking about, I mean, you really stood up and stood out when things around you, other shows were really kind of coming down. What would you say has been the greatest changes you've seen in, in both people and in television? Well, uh, so far as people are concerned, the people... Uh, have changed immensely in appearance. Um, in the beginning, when I began on uh, Truth or Consequences in 1956, well, it was December 31st, 1956, I did my first show, so it's in 57, uh, we would still have uh, ladies uh, in uh, well turned out. They'd be well dressed and uh, uh, as if they had gone to a nice restaurant for lunch, perhaps, or something like that. And we would have men in the audience in uh, ties and, and uh, coats, uh, suits. Uh, uh, during one stage, three-piece suits, and they were when vests were so popular. And um, their uh, hair was uh, cut uh, appropriately, at least for that time, and uh -huh. combed uh, appropriately, and so on. And uh, today, or at least while I was still working, the, I noted what I noticed was the huge change in appearance. 
I would have contestants uh, on the show in T-shirts and shorts and uh, sandals. It looked as if they just stepped uh, off the beach. And, uh, of course, their hair, the the afros and all of the, the, the long hair. I remember one time I was talking with the audience, and I said, how about that lady right over there? This guy stood up and said, this is no lady right over here. And uh, I, uh, I'll never forget the first time I was interviewing an attractive young lady, and I realized her tongue was pierced. And I thought, I thought Barker, time has passed you by. And, of course, they had their nose pierced. And uh, they, they did this sort of thing, tattoos. I had yes. a lady who actually had my name tattooed on her arm, and uh, I was very flattered. Oh, my uh, gosh. Uh, and I, she had a, a little sketch of me tattooed on her arm, as a matter of fact, and uh, that sort of thing. But they they still laughed in the same way, and I, I didn't really change my style uh, in, in, a, in approaching an interview. For example, um, I would talk with a, a teenager or a adult lady or an older lady in exactly the same way at the end of my uh, time on television as I did at the first, although I discovered that as I got older, I could get away with things that I couldn't <laughs> say when I was younger. They, they, they would think I was a smart aleck when I was younger, and, and uh, when, when I was older, they'd think, well, that's a nice old codger. He can say that. Yeah. Yeah, they they probably thought you're giving them advice then because that's kind of the way that that goes. But one of the things you said that is so significant that I that I know of in watching you for years, Bob, is that you were your authentic self regardless of who you were talking with, whether it was, you know, whether it was a Cary Grant or whether it was some other celebrity or an Adam Sandler or but you were Barb Barker and I think that's what people love so much about you. And we're going to talk more with you about what is the next step for you. And I am so thrilled, Bob Barker, joining us here today. The book is Priceless Memories. When we come back, we're going to be talking about what it means to stand and fight for the truth of who you are, whether that's, you know, fighting executives at a network or fighting for the rights of our animal friends. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show for more information about us. You can certainly go to thedrpatshow.com. And when we come back, we're going to be giving you the website for this incredible foundation that Bob is so, so significantly helping. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Bellagenza Extraordinary Hair Care provides a complete line of natural professional products. Your hair is your number one accessory, so make sure you treat it right with the finest blend of natural food-grade fusion ingredients. Bellagenza provides you with a luxurious experience and high-quality ingredients in a base of aloe and plant juices. Visit Bellagenza.com and receive 10% off when you order online. Just enter Dr. Pat, D-R-P-A-T. That's Bellagenza.com, B-E-L-E-G-E-N-Z-A.com. Are you feeling a little lost, powerless to overcome your challenges? Dawn Stansfield is a compassionate healer and intuitive messenger who focuses on your self-empowerment by examining current-day circumstances, whether they are past, present, or future. She offers practical tools to help you overcome difficult situations and move forward in your life path. For a private consultation, Contact Dawn today at 425-453-8180 or visit dawnsvision.com. Do you know how to live courageously? Have you mastered your own mind power to create abundance in every area of your life? With Dr. Joanne White's empowering seminars and books, you'll supercharge your own abilities. The success doc, author, speaker, life, and business coach will help you transform your life and exceed your expectations. Call 1-877-DOC-WHITE or visit docwhite.org to live your dreams right now. 
Performance Velocity brings you the breakthrough human performance formula. ETA equals R, where energy intelligence is the key competency for the successful business leader. Are you ready for this emerging trend? You can ignite leadership, accelerate execution, and deliver peak performance every time. Performance Velocity can help you, your management team, or your company. Call 303-744-2464. Human performance is their business. Visit performancevelocity.com and start getting results now. Perfco Green. Biodegradable by nature, green by choice. Traditional trash bags stay in our landfills and pollute the earth for over 800 years or more. Perfco Green trash bags disappear naturally within two years and leave nothing harmful behind. Convert your home, school, and business to Perfco Green. Now available at Walgreens, Amazon.com, OfficeMax, and other local stores. Visit perfgogreen.com. That's P-E-R-F, gogreen.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. This is such an incredible opportunity for us, or for me as well, to you know, have a conversation with Bob Barker, somebody that has been incredibly, just incredibly astounding, creating an opportunity for us to get to know him, inviting us into his home every day, and being an amazing activist for for things that most of us don't even think about. I want to make sure that you have the foundation's e, uh, first of all the foundation's website address because I think it's important that you really understand you know where. Uh, these funds are going, but most importantly, so that you get a sense of what Bob is so passionate about, you can go to djtfoundation.org, djtfoundation.org, or go to the drpatshow.com website, and we've got several links there that will take you to a number of different places. One of the things that I wanted to say is that you know, I'm here with Bob, Priceless Memories, and that's the book that I keep referring to with Bob Barker. For many of us who have welcomed Bob into our homes over the past 50 years, this book is like catching up with a dear and familiar friend. And, Bob, I'm so honored and thrilled to have you on the show. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And uh, I'd like to point out that uh, any profits from this Priceless Memories book uh, will go to the DJ&T Foundation, which subsidizes spay-neuters for dogs all over the country. And uh, uh, I do not seek uh, contributions for it. I fund it all myself. Some friends have give me uh, send contributions at Christmas or my birthday or something. And, of course, if people want to make contributions, they're certainly accepted. But uh, I, I don't uh, make any effort to, to attract them. However, if they will go to that website, they can learn how uh, animal uh, uh, organizations in your community, wherever you are in the United States, can participate, and we will help them spay and neuter uh, dogs in your community. We have uh, organizations receiving grants all over the country, in every state in the Union, and many, many states, multiple uh, organizations. So uh, by all means, do uh, check it out. And we're going to make sure that our listeners know this. We certainly have been putting it in our newsletter each week, Bob. We happen to have a caller from Arizona. Why don't we see what one of our listeners uh, would love to say, and uh, let's see if we can get them on the line. Uh, who do we have calling in? Is this Stacy from Arizona? It is Stacy from Arizona. Good morning, Pat and Bob. Good morning, Stacy. I bet you have a question for Bob. <laughs> I certainly do. I love your book, Bob. I think it's wonderful. Well, thank you, Casey. I'm glad. I'm I'm so happy to to hear that. And and you sh I share your love for animals very much. I love the DJ and T Foundation. How the profits are going to go to that. I just wanted to say my favorite story in it was about Mr. Hubbard. Mr. Hubbard. Oh <laughs> yes, he he was a great guy. Uh, she's talking about a basset hound I had who uh, was probably, oh, 12 or maybe uh, even 13 years old. When we moved from this, when I say we, Dorothy Joe, my wife, and, and I moved from San Fernando Valley to Hollywood, and we had not been in our house for more than a couple of days, and a door was left open, and Mr. Hubbard became lost. He, he wandered out, 
and he was deaf by this time, and here he was, an old, deaf basset hound in Hollywood. And uh, I won't tell you the whole story because it goes on and on, but <laughs> in two and a half days or so, I was able to get him back thanks to George Putnam, who had the top news uh, cast in in uh, Hollywood at that time. I went to George, and I said, George, I'd, after I'd been looking for my dog. I said, George, if you would just mention it on your news, I might get a, a, a lead. And he said, uh, Bob, he said, I'll be happy to. And I was surprised at how quickly he, he agreed. I said, George, you don't know what this means to me. He said, maybe I do. He said, come around my desk. And I went around his desk there, and there his dog lay at his feet. So he knew how much I wanted that dog back, and thanks to George, I got him back. That's the story that Casey has mentioned. Casey, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you, Casey. Thank you so much for calling in. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. Uh, and it sounds like you've been following Bob for quite some time as well. Oh, yeah. Bob, you're an icon to many of us. So thank you so much for everything you've contributed. Yeah, well, Casey, thank, thank you for you. coming on down. Sure. <laughs> Bob, I wanted to ask you about a coveted award. You have received more Emmys, uh, more honors than I could even talk about. Okay. But there's one award that stands out for me, All and right. that is the prestigious MTV Movie Award <laughs> for Best Fight Scene with Adam Sandler. That's right. I beat out all the... <laughs> <laughs> All those uh, big muscular guys, <laughs> and uh, Chuck Norris is a good friend of mine, <laughs> and uh, he still kids me about that fight scene and and uh, how, how tough I was. <laughs> uh, the fact, burning I question I think for everyone is: years. Did you actually do it? Uh, well, I, I can fight. Yes, <laughs> I know how to fight. I'm, I don't know that I, for sure I can do it at this age. But I, I, uh, uh, in fact, when I went, uh, I went up to Canada to do that picture, and uh, the director met with me the night before I was to go out on the set. We talked, and he and uh, about how it was going to go. And he said, "And don't worry about the fight, Bob. We have a stunt man to do this fighting for." I said, "No, no." I said, I said, I've been beaten up by Chuck Norris for years, and I have now got a chance to win a fight, and I'm not going to stand there and watch a stuntman win the fight. I'm going to do my own fighting. So I did. I had a lot of fun. Well, and, you know, Adam Sandler, what was that like? I mean, we look at Adam Sandler now, and, uh, I mean, you know, he's a pretty funny guy. Um, Terrific. He, his career, now, he was doing well, of course, when we yes. made uh, uh, Happy uh, Gilmore, but... Uh, uh, his career took off after that, and he has done spectacularly well. And he's remained the same lovable guy he always was. For example, I was inducted into the uh, National Broadcasters uh, Hall of Fame, and uh, they wanted a kind of a this-is-your-life thing to play at the time. And Adam took time off from his schedule, and believe me, it's a busy one, and narrated that for us. And... Uh, he uh, came on my, when I did my last uh, Price is Right. He surprised me and came on the show. And did a, he had a hilarious poem he'd written. And uh, he's just a great guy. And people, young men particularly, loved that movie. It was released in 1994, and I never taped a Price is Right after that that the audience didn't want to talk about uh, Happy Gilmore. And... Young men, they they always want to know. Could you really whip Adam Sandler? Could you really beat up Adam Sandler? I say, are you kidding? Adam Sandler couldn't whip Regis Philbin. They, they like that. Oh, you know, it's really kind of an, an interesting journey as we look at it. But you know, beyond. Beyond contestants, you have met many celebrities, and you share some of these stories in the book with some of the incredible people that you've met. Is there any one story or two that stand out for you, you know, stories about meeting people that kind of shocked you? Well, I think that the one that I enjoyed most meeting probably, I enjoyed all of them, of course, but uh, the one that impressed me just immensely was, Harry Grant. Um, we did a stunt on Truth or Consequences, 
where we had secretaries for famous individuals, and the contestants were supposed to figure out who these secretaries worked for. And uh, one of them was uh, Cary Grant's secretary. And she came to me uh, before the show, and she said, Mr. Grant said to compliment you on, on your clothes. He said he, enjoyed, he, he thought I wore good-looking clothes. Well, coming from Cary Grant, who was probably the best-dressed man in movies, that was that I made my day, as you can well imagine. And then he was also um, a magic uh, uh, enthusiast, and uh, a friend of mine uh, established the, the famous Magic Castle here in Hollywood, Milt Larson. He was a writer on Truth or Consequences. And I used to emcee the... Uh, Academy of Magical Arts Awards Banquet, and one year, Cary Grant was to be a, a presenter, and he didn't arrive in time for me to talk with him before I had to go on, but at the time that I introduced him, out he came and he did his bit, uh, charmed the audience, as you can well imagine, and after the show, I was, uh, I was there with uh, Dorothy Joe, my wife, and a friend of hers, uh, Shrimp Lion, uh, who is uh, the wife of uh, Charlie Lion, the exe- uh, associate producer and announcer on Truth or Consequences all the years I did the show. And they they were waiting for me out in the foyer at the uh, Beverly Wilshire Hotel in Beverly Hills. And I went in to say goodnight to uh, Milt Larson. And Cary Grant was over in a corner, surrounded by all a whole crowd of people and, and writers and, and all. And he looked over their shoulders and he said, Bob. Bob, wait a minute. And so I stopped, and he came over, and we started talking, and the conversation went so nicely that I had the nerve to tell him that my wife was out in the foyer, and if I could bring her in to meet him, it would just make her evening. And Carrie said, oh, we'll go see her. And he took me by the arm, and out we went, and we came up to Dorothy Joe and Shrimp from behind them, and I said, Honey, I said, look who's here to say hello to you. And she turned around, and she said, oh, my gosh. And Shrimp turned around. She said, it is. It really is. (laughs) And he stood there and uh, talked with them for a a long time and and until people started gathering around him, and then he had to leave. But he was just wonderful. I I just uh, was thrilled in meeting him. Well, I have to tell you that, that that's just one of the stories, and actually there are continuing stories that go on in the book, Priceless Memories. Bob Barker is my very special guest today. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about passing the baton. You know, what does it mean to pass the baton? What is some of the advice that we can leave for people so that we continue to build on the shoulders of all that have come before us? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Are you tired of being overweight and nothing you try can get you to lose the weight and keep it off? What if there was a way to lose the weight that didn't involve dieting, buying other people's food, counting points, or having risky surgery? I'm Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis to share some successes for people just like you. Janine Crosby lost 89 pounds in 10 months. Brenda Eckle lost 75 pounds and went from a size 22 to a size 8. She is completely free from her insulin for diabetes. Becky Miller lost 65 pounds and went from a size 18 to a 6. Bill Birdsong lost 105 pounds and a total of 14 inches off his waist. His pant size went from a 50 to a 36. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888 311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. 
That number again is 888-311-7157. Are you living your life to the max? Is there anything you would like to change about how you feel or what you're experiencing? You can have anything you want, and empowerment psychic Linda Dickinson can show you the way. Living your life to the max is more than a catchphrase. It's what we intended when we came into this life. Empowerment Psychic Medium, Linda Dickinson, online at InMyFuture.com. For private sessions, call 800-206-9096. Live your life to the max. Margaret McElroy is an internationally recognized psychic, medium, and gifted spiritual teacher, graduating hundreds of students from five continents a popular magazine and newspaper clairvoyant from nearly a dozen publishing houses she's authored eight books and hosted syndicated radio shows on over thirty stations around the world margaret says there's never been such a thirst for metaphysical knowledge check out her website at margaret com. that's margaret m c e l r o y dot com everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm thrilled to have Bob Barker here joining us today. As I said, we're talking about priceless memories. This book is available everywhere. Uh, if you if you would like to join us in the conversation, Bob, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Oh, I'm enjoying every moment of it. Thank you, Dr. Pat. One of the things I discovered that you and I have in common, there are actually two things. One is we're both born in the month of December. I'm on the 11th and you're on the 12th. But there's this other thing that I discovered, and that is we really stand up and, you know, when we believe in something, we're willing to go out on a limb. You in particular have done this. You did this on The Price is Right, and you're doing this for the work that you're doing as an animal activist. But on The Price is Right, you really bucked up against executives on one issue in particular regarding the cars on the show. Well, I did. I um uh asked it was it was uh the uh, foreign uh automobile manufacturers were really making inroads in the united states uh, of course they are again uh, but uh, it was years ago that the american car manufacturers were having problems and uh i asked them to start uh, giving away only american made cars on the prices right and uh Mark Goodson was living at that time, and he promptly agreed. And so that's what we started doing, and uh, we did until uh, I left the show. I don't. I think they give away some foreign-made cars now. But uh, at one point, after Mark Goodson's death, uh, there was an executive who started uh, putting pressure on me, an executive with the uh, Goodson uh, organization, started putting pressure on me to start using foreign cars. And... I decided to talk to uh, someone with the uh, union for the uh, manufacturers. What is it? The uh, uh, the auto workers. Auto workers uh, union. Yes. And uh, I I went uh, through the telephone pages and uh, I finally found uh, an office and I called and I asked to speak with uh, someone in authority who could help me with the situation. And believe it or not. The chap's name was Bruce Lee, <laughs> and I thought, if I'm going to have a problem, I want Bruce Lee on my side. So I told him that I wanted to give away only American-made cars on the prices, right, as I had for years. I said, that your union is happy with that. Oh, yes, of course they were. I said, would you speak with this executive? So uh, he said, I certainly will, and I gave him this chap's telephone number, and he called him, and he said he... Bruce Lee said he would call me back, and he did. He mm-hmm. called me back in a very short time, and he said, Bob, we've had a nice talk. This executive and I have had a nice talk, and he said, I don't think you're going to have any more problems. <laughs> and I didn't either. <laughs> we gave away only American-made cars until I left the show. And that's just one uh, you know, attribute, Bob, that we all can experience with you, but you continue that throughout your career. I mean, you became an activist uh, around, you know, some of the 
the, the, the beauty contest that, you know, you were involved with around fur and continue to travel now around the world to protect animals. I do. I do. I've, I've, I've uh, been uh, doing a lot of traveling uh, on behalf of animals, but uh, the you mentioned the fur. That was probably as good a thing that ha- has ever happened in the anti-fur campaign. And what Dr. Pat is referring to is that in 1987, I had been trying to get the, uh, I did the Miss USA and the Miss Universe pageants, and I was trying to get them to stop giving away fur coats on these shows. And in 1987, they agreed that they would the next year. So I went to Albuquerque, New Mexico in 1987 to do the Miss USA pageant. Uh, I knew they were going to give away a fur coat, but it was to be the last one. And uh, I was shocked to learn that they were going to have the swimsuit contestants make their entrances, the 12 semifinalists, wearing fur coats over their swimsuits. They were going to slip out of the fur coats and model for the judges in swimsuits. Well, I promptly went to the producers and said, I can't be on the stage surrounded by these young women wearing fur coats because I've been going all over the United States speaking out against fur. And uh, I'll look as if I'm a complete hypocrite. Well, they knew where I was coming from, but they had a problem in that they had a contract and they had all these furs there, uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars in furs. We talked about it for two or three days, and it leaked to the press, and it became what was known, some of you will remember, as the fur flap. And it was in in, uh, newspapers, front-page stories, all over the country, it was on television, it was on radio, and it, it, for the first time, many people learned about the terrible mistreatment of animals in the production of fur. Well, to make a long story short, uh, they agreed to use uh, 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 phony fur coats, and uh, we, we went ahead and did the show, but it had served its purpose for the anti-fur campaign, and from that day forward, fur sales have gone down. I don't say this was the only reason, but it was one of the major reasons. Fur sales have gone down, and they've never, in spite of, they've spent millions of dollars trying to bring the fur back, but uh, fur is no longer chic. Oh, no, we can never forget what you did, Bob. No, it's only uh, matronly women who are wearing fur. Yeah, honestly, it is through acts like that, through your humor through who you are, your authenticity, that has really changed the landscape of entertainment. And I want to thank you, Bob, for joining us today on the show. Oh, Dr. Pat, I thank you. I've thoroughly enjoyed it, and uh, I think we've covered some some subjects that, uh, that we may have helped uh, the fur coats, uh, <laughs> the anti-fur campaign right now with these very words that we've had. And we'll keep reminding them. Bob Barker, everyone, Priceless Memories is the book. And as we've said earlier, the proceeds are going to be donated because he is a man on a mission. Thank you, Bob, for joining us today. Thank you. And don't forget, folks, help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. Absolutely. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on each and every week. And remember, if you want to find out more or if you've missed any part of this show, go to drpatlive.com. Remember, you too can come from a place of love and live life full out. We'll see you next time.